welcome to our Friday Awesome Worship Experience, simply known as All. We are your hosts, Sean and Sharon. We invite you to sit back, relax, and worship with us as we hear the Word of God. We want to welcome everyone this evening. Well, we hope everyone is doing well. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. We like to start on time and we like to end on time. So without ado, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and open up with a word of prayer. Dear kind and grace only Father, we thank you for life, health, and strength and for your love. We thank you for being a God of second chances. We thank you for your word. Dear Lord, as we come together as family on this platform, allow us to have a blessed evening uh, uh, basking in your glory, dear Lord. We love, we praise, and uplift you. Be with those that are yet to get on. Be with those that need to know about this platform, the Lord. Bless us all, the Lord. Forgive us where we've fallen short of your glory. Take us home with thee when you come in the clouds of glory. And all these things, ask your blessing in your son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So without further ado, what I want to do is introduce to you guys, uh, to some, the speaker of the hour. Uh, this young man has uh, been a part of... Uh, my life and my wife's life for uh, probably about, uh, what, 22, about 22 years or so. So we've been doing this guy for about 22 years. Um, I tell you, we, we almost know just about everything about him. Uh, and he just, just a special guy to us. Uh, and I think he his name is is very similar to mine's. Uh, you, most Sean's that you meet are, are awesome, and this guy <laughs> happens to be a a Sean, just you know by fluke, I guess. I don't know, but um, uh, very special. Uh, hey, there he is, right there. Hey, Sean, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your love for God. And uh, just if you have a topic for this evening, share with us what that topic uh, is going to be. Hey, how's everyone doing today? Um, that is my my parents over there. Uh, I think everyone here knows me, but um, I am currently 22 years of age. Um, so my relationship with God is around there um and i think more so recently i've become more passionate about my relationship with god more serious and um pursuing uh, his face and, and things of that nature so the topic of discussion for today is actually going to be on relationships so well after the next uh voice of that of uh, sean's mama the next voice you will hear is that of Sean. So in order of things, you'll hear Sean's mama, then Sean. Hear ye she, then hear ye he.
But like I said before, the topic of discussion today is going to be on relationships. Um, if I could get a couple volunteers, I have a few Bible verses I would like um, some help reading. Um, the first one would be 1 John 2, 15 and 16. Um, the second one would be Romans 10, verse 9. And the last one would be John 14, verse 23. Yes, it says, and this is from the NIV version. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. All right. Um, Joe? John 14, 23, Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. First John 2, 15 and 16, it says, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. So <clears throat> I'm going to ask a lot of questions as part of my discussion today. Um, I would suggest just answering in your head and not out loud just to save the relationships that you do have. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to start with with the first question, um, just to get things um, our juices flowing. Um, how often do we get a new um, a new car or phone, laptop, um, and for some people even clothes and shoes, whatever you like that you can think of, and you love that thing, um, you know, as soon as you get it. If it's some clothes, I mean, you'll wear it every day wash it, wash it that night. People will come up to you. Didn't you wear that yesterday? You know, and your argument is I, I own a wash machine. You know, this is my favorite shirt. Don't, you know, don't come at me. Um, and, and, you know, just always on your, on that new phone, you know, posting pictures of your new car. And I mean, I know people with, with cars that won't even run it through the car wash. Um, they, they hand wash it every other day. Um, but as time goes on, those things age and, and they get old. And, you know, we're kind of trained to think that, you know, when things get old and the new upgrade comes out or the new, you know, the new phone or the new car, you know, we, we kind of upgrade every couple of years um, just to keep things new, keep, keep things fresh. And the gratitude that we once had for those things kind of fades away. Um, you know, you kind of get tired of the, the new clothes and, and the, the shoes that were once new and they kind of fall to the bottom of your drawer or closet. You stop cleaning them. And all of a sudden, you know, the car wash becomes good enough for your car. You know, every once in a while, every time it looks dirty, you know, not the good car wash either. It's kind of the $5 one, you know, from the Shell, on the Shell gas station. And I think society's obsession with new and kind of the idea that as things age, they become less valuable can be detrimental to our personal relationships um, that we have with others. Um, I think a lot of us, um, I'm gonna say us, okay? 
I'm speaking um, not at you guys, but but me included. Although I haven't been in, in you know a super long marriage or anything at this point in my life, I'm an excellent researcher. Um, so you know, school was good for something. Not getting me a job, but it was good for something. Um, <laughs> so. You know, a lot of us treat our spouses or significant others the same way. You know, when you're in pursuit of someone, you're taking them flowers, you know, you're taking them on dates, you're buying them things, constantly texting them, calling them, and expressing your love for them. Um, but I think as, as time kind of goes on, you become comfortable in your relationship with that person. You don't realize it, but you start to treat that person kind of like you do those old gadgets and, and old clothes and things of that nature. And, you know, you, you stop buying them flowers, you know, you start, you start going on dates every couple weeks or months. And all of a sudden that pursuit that you once had, once you obtain them, it kind of fades away. And the spark of that new relationship is gone. And, you know, all of a sudden, that person becomes, you know, good enough for that $5 car wash, car wash at the shell. And um, I was looking at some studies. Um, I'm not going to share too much information because I'm not sure the accuracy of them. Um, but a lot of them suggested that many um, women in relationships still question if their husband is still attracted to them or still in love with them. Um, and vice versa, because the spark of being pursued is gone. And the excitement of pursuing, um, the excitement of pursuing and the excitement of being pursued is gone on both sides of it. Um, and a lot of the time we don't realize that. Um, and we also don't realize that, that God himself is wondering if we're still attracted to him. Um, a lot of us, um, you know, when it comes to our relationship with God, we have bursts or, or spurts of, you know, sparks of spirituality where we're locked in, you know, we're reading every day, praying regularly, you know, lifting our hands in church, giving tithes and offerings, volunteering, and, and, you know, everything like that. But it's kind of like as things, as our relationship lengthens, with Christ, we also have spurts where we're not being faithful to him. We're not, you know, doing these things and we lose that spark. And, you know, you skip church a couple times, you know, here and there, you're running late for work. So you stop having worship. So you, you know, you skip one day of worship, then one day turns to two, then two days turns to three. And, you know, it, it may be that you're still having your worship, but you're not, all you're doing is, you know, sitting down trying to read a, read something real quick and throw up a quick prayer, but you're not pursuing him. You're not, you're not, you, you become stagnant and complacent um, in your life and in sin. And you just become comfortable with where your relationship with God is. Um, I'm going to read two more verses real quick. One second. <clears throat> this is coming from Revelations 3, verse 20, the NIV version. And it says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. 
if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in and eat with that person and they with me. And then this last one is Hebrews 11.6, NIV as well. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Um, so keeping those verses in mind and the verses we read at the beginning of this um, discussion topic, you know, you can't believe that as long as we, you know, think he exists and do the bare minimum in terms of tending to our relationship with him, you know, that's enough to be saved. Um, from the verses we've read, we need to understand that our responsibility for believing that he exists is tied into having a responsibility to have an, a relationship with him, which turned into a responsibility of listening to his commands and what he asks of us in order to keep that relationship strong. And just like any relationship, we have to spend time with him. And I mean, quality, intimate time with God. Worship has to be more than just, you know, reading something real quick just to say you did it. Um, you know, something to think about is kind of like the relationships that you have with your spouse or with your family or with friends and how much time you spend with these individuals in order to keep that relationship strong. And Jesus is begging and pleading for that same attention, that same love and time that we're giving these other people who are important in our lives. Um, and in turn, he wants to bless you. I think um, a lot of us use God as a means to ask for things and, you know, just kind of read quick passages and shoot up a prayer just to say we did it. So we don't feel bad for asking for something in return. Um, but I think it's important to, to keep that int intimacy with God, you know, because you're either growing, shrinking, or you're staying in the same place. And you, you should ask yourself, how have you grown in the last week, in the last month, in the last year? And if your relationship has plateaued and lost its spark, um, I think it's important to become vulnerable with God, <clears throat> to listen, trust, and appreciate the things that we often take for granted. Um, you know, it's wrong to believe <clears throat> you have to do things to be saved, but at the same time, it's right to think because I love him, I'll do the things he's asked of me. A lot of times, you know, we kind of put our headphones in and try to ignore him when he's telling us to, to volunteer or to, to do work in the church or, or in the community. And, um, you know, it's just important to, to allow yourself um, to be vulnerable with God and listen to his commands and trust him um, and, and showing gratitude in his blessings he's, he's given us. Um, and also, you know, for the things that we often um, don't even think about, like, you know, a lot of us don't, you know, when you get home from work, immediately think like, I, I, there is a chance that I could not have made it home today. And it's important to thank God for the things that we often, we've kind of become routine in doing and, you know, just taken for granted. Um, I think I have one more verse here. Um, I lost it in my notes, but uh, I think I believe it was Psalms 133 um, that speaks on when praises go up, blessings come down. And I just think it's important to, 
you know, not only praise God in the good times, but also in the bad times. Um, and, and continue to, to pursue God daily. Um, you know, tomorrow, this next week, this next month, this next year to pursue God and also to pursue, you know, the spouses, your loved ones that you may have taken for granted or, you know, become comfortable in your relationship with. Um, continue to pursue those people. And um, I heard a quote the other day that said something to the fact of the grass um, isn't always greener on the other side. And the grass can't be greener on the other side if your attention and focus is on watering your own grass. Um, so just remember to pursue the ones you cherish daily and, and God as well. So that's all. Thank you. So uh, before we close out, we do like to uh, give you guys some encouragement. So what I would like to do is encourage you guys, if someone is offering you gum or mint, it is probably for a reason. So we're going to ask that you take that gum and that mint and use it wisely. So don't take it upon yourself to uh, say no thank you, to push it away. Uh, let's go ahead and grab hold of that and, and let it bless us and let it bless you. All right. So at this time, we're going to see if Jonika can close us out with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your kindness, your goodness, and your mercy. Thank you for providing us an opportunity where we can have a day of rest, where we can sit, um, reset, focus on you. So Lord, I just ask that um, as we are in this Sabbath evening, that you will help us to figure out how to get closer to you. I believe everyone um, here had at least mentioned that some of our downfalls is not making you as a priority. So Lord, we just ask that you help us how to um, mm -hmm. make your priority, how to be able to plan our day out so that you could become, so that you could be our number one person in our lives, so you could be the head of our household. So I just ask that you continue to be with Caleb and his healing and his health, um, along with everyone also um, as well with everything that's going on in the world with all the tragedies, with um, all the sickness, I just ask that you continue to be with each and every one of us, um, with our family, safe traveling mercies, um, our health inside and out, mentally, physically, and socially. But I just ask that as we come to a close, that we do not um, Thank you for joining us for another awesome worship experience. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.